welcome to the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. I am Spencer, and I'm one of your hosts on this wonderful podcast that we do. And today I am joined by the other two members of the League of Melanated Gentlemen who have come here today to bring you a part two for the MCU. This is Brandon. And I'm Jordan. Now, hopefully you have already listened to part one of MCU Villain Ranking, um, which is the official LMG podcast. Official. 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 Uh, But before we get into part two, there are a couple of things that we need to discuss first. As I'm sure you know, we can be found on social media platforms. Jordan, would you please? Yeah, like Spencer said, we are on social media. We are on Facebook at the League of Melanated Gentlemen. That is a Facebook group you can join. Uh, request to join, you know, then you can also join in on conversation, continue any of the conversations that we've had on the podcast, uh, you know, and just communicate with us, talk with us. We're always in there talking with everybody. You can also find us on Twitter at the LMG podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube where episodes are uploaded at the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe and also rate and review us on our podcast, whatever streaming service that you use. Be sure to rate and review us and let us know your honest opinions. Uh, We really love to hear it and also helps us out a lot. We're trying to be discovered. So yeah, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, rate and review. You got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so do we have any uh programming things coming up? Um, uh, we do. Good job for letting us know. So, new episode on Wednesday of Wrestling with Worldwide Wellis. New episodes sir. uploaded every Wednesday, and then next week we will have an episode of DC Animation with Spencer and Friends. Yes, indeed. We're doing things. We got a lot going on. Uh, please listen to all of the things that we have going on. Uh, it's a holiday, so hopefully you're enjoying that. Um, for those of you who get a day off, I know some people do not get any of that. So if you're working, thank you for listening to us on the job. Hopefully we have made your work day a little better, a little smoother. And for those of you who are not working, uh, I hope we are making your day off a little better. Now, go out there, enjoy Memorial Day. And so, as I said earlier, we have a part two for you. In part one, we discussed the MCU villains that we ranked from the bottom, 31, up to 16. Today, we will be starting at 15 and making our way to the top. So you might want to remind them how we do the point system. You know, it's always someone's first episode. Now, I don't know why they will listen to part two instead of listening to part one. But, you know, go ahead and remind them how we decided with the rankings. You're right. Some people do that. And that's okay. Uh, Yes. So to remind (laughs) you how the ranking works, each gentleman in the league ranked the villains from top to bottom. There was a number of points assigned based on the ranking. So the top villain received 30 points. The bottom villain received zero points. All of the points were added together, and that created the official League of Melanated Gentlemen ranking for these villains. So I will give you 
the number of placement. I will give you the villain, the movie, and then where each of, or how many points each of us gave that villain and their total thereby. Uh, any questions? No, sir. Nope. Excellent. Excellent. So let us jump straight in for number 15 of the MCU villain ranking. We have Ultron from Avengers Age of Ultron. I gave Ultron 13 points. Brandon gave Ultron 14 points. Jordan gave Ultron 18 points. So Ultron came out with 45 points. Okay. Pretty consistent all the way around. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that Ultron was necessarily a bad villain, but I think that my comic book knowledge and my expectations based on the title of this movie led me to be disappointed by what we got from Ultron because Ultron should be much more of a problem than he was. Yeah. And the movie was called Age of Ultron. So where was that? Yeah. It's... Definitely the weakest Avengers movie, and it definitely didn't use Ultron up to his potential, right? Like he, I mean, as we know in the comic books, like he pops up everywhere, he dominates things, you know. So it's kind of weird um, that they didn't use him all the way there and then kill him off. Just as we've talked about with other villains, it just doesn't make sense while they use him one time. They kind of like a. I don't know, Monster of the Week type of deal. And it's like, Ultron's big time. Ultron's one of the best they have. So it's kind of weird that they just used him for one movie. Yeah, one of the big, you know, original villains. And I will say, so when I started, like, really getting into comics, my first comic book event that I kind of read for the first time was Age of Ultron, like the comic series. So when this came, it, it was announced before the movie was. So when I heard that it would come from Ava Ultron, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be good. We're going to see Ultron just take over the planet is going to be a true Age of Ultron. But in the movie, it's like, we didn't get that. And I was like, it's just like Spencer says, like, where was the Age of Ultron? Like, that was not there. And so that, that was that was pretty disappointing for me. Um, I will say that he was a good villain. He was just severely, severely underutilized. And do y'all think he's truly dead? Because, I mean, we know Ultron. He can force his way into the internet, into machines, like all that. Y'all right. think he really did? Ultron never dies. Yeah. But right. the way the MCU handled him, maybe. I, I just would think you would have brought him back by now, I would think. Yeah, and some sign of him. And especially with you know Tony being gone and right. all that. Like I kind of wonder if we'll see him again. That's true. And I mean, especially since they changed kind of his origin. Of who created Ultron and things of that nature. Um, because, because I'm also wondering, like, will Vision just be able to handle it if Ultron does come back? Well, we don't yeah. know if we got white vision. Yeah. We got white we, we, I mean, we do have white we vision. Yeah, we got so white we don't vision. Have, yeah, I don't know it's if you'll be able to handle Ultron, honestly. Yeah, that's true. We shouldn't be able to. Matter of fact, but, Ultron might hack white vision. We don't know. Oh, that would be good. That'd be pretty good. Oh, I would love for Ultron to come back now. And yeah, let that be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
I want, I want to see Ultron come back. I Same. I want them to yeah do a better job of like oh, using man. Ultron and have Ultron take over like since Tony Stark is gone, have him take over a lot of his tech and then what Riri has to Riri and who else? Is Shuri, Shuri, and, yeah, Shuri, and Bruce yeah, is still there. Them, yeah, all of them have to figure out like he can throw in on. Reed Richards, bring in Reed Richards to help out. Yes, you, know you could. Yeah. Maybe sprinkle a little Hank in there since he, you know, actually created Ultron. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They should. They nod. should. They could really make Ultron like a true problem again. Like bring him back since Tony Stark is out of there. Because that's what yeah. What If tried to do. Yeah. Like, what oh, if tried I to forgot. make Ultron like? What if did a better job of like presenting the fact that Ultron is a problem? Yeah. But, yeah. Um. But then towards the end, that got really ridiculous. Yeah, like this this podcast uh wasn't the biggest fan of what if. Yeah, no. not at all. I barely made it through. But yeah, a know. lot of those episodes were rough. But uh yeah, I mean Ultron it was Ultron was good though. I liked him, like I said, he was just underutilized. And I thought we were gonna get a sneak pre uh sneak. I guess we kinda did, not really. In Doctor Strange, uh remember the Ultron bots uh were kind of escorting Strange oh, yeah. to, to meet yeah. the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can and definitely see a Reed Richards tie-in would make sense there, right? Yeah. So I mean, hey, he's a top fifteen villain, I think, which makes sense. Yeah, so he made it into the top half, so you know, good for him. But right, yeah, still a lot I, of potential left for him, I believe, though. Yeah, and there—that's the thing. Like we, we have a lot of villains that he's better than, but still not. Not spectacular, and you know, just not what we wanted. We we expected better. Yeah, yeah. and I will say, Avengers: Age of Ultron is age is a lot better than when it first came out. I'll say that. Okay, I I, I never did really have a problem with Age of Ultron. Honestly, like I didn't I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was a it was it was a all it was an okay follow up to the first Avengers. I, I mean, it, but it did establish a lot of new stuff. As far it as did. like um, Sokovia records, like that was a lasting effect. Yeah, it had a lot of moments in that movie with Cap picking up the, you know, trying to pick up the millionaire um, and a bunch of yeah. different things. Introduce yeah. Wanda, a yep. speedster dying by bullets. Well, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah that, was, that was that was a little tough. Yeah, that was wild. Also, probably one of the best Hulk folks we've gotten. Hulk appearances. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably the last time I remember being like, ooh. Yeah. Uh, and like thinking, okay, we might get a Hulk that we actually like. Because we've discussed how we want Hulk to be a problem. And he just right. hasn't been. He's been poorly utilized as well. Thanks. And that's, I think, yeah, that's that's ongoing. But, you know, I don't think sun, it was a terrible movie. Setting. Yeah, I don't think it was a I terrible. I knew he was going to bring that up. And <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, and also it set up a uh, Thor Ragnarok as well. So I mean, the movie set yeah. up a lot of stuff. Yeah, and it needed to. I mean, it was an event. Like it, if it didn't do any of that, then you know that would have been an issue. But I mean, it did that. It did all of these things and still wasn't spectacular. Like pr- the yeah. fact that the fact that this is an Avengers movie and there are several solo movies that are better than this on the chart yeah. is telling. Because True. 
whenever you have like group movies, team up movies, like that kind of thing, like those should be in the top 10. And in the 32 movies that have happened, is Age of Ultron in either of your top 10s? No. Not that I remember no. now. Zachary. So I will say, yeah, it just it did the job of setting up stuff. It just didn't hit like every other Avengers. Cause even like thinking about how like it set up the relationship between Cap and Tony, like the whole like oh yeah, Tony's trying to riffs. Yeah, Tony started to thinking, oh, okay, I can save the world with this technology. I can just protect the world, and then that's what kind of corrupts his mind with starting to make uh Ultron and things like that. So I kind of started the rift. So we got a lot of great things out of it, but yeah, it just didn't hit like it was supposed to. And some of that is just yeah, they just didn't use Ultron like like we wanted them to. Yeah. I was gonna say one last thing about Ultron. Is that our is that our fault for knowing comics and we had expectations of Ultron? I don't think so. I, I also mean, don't think so. I, I think that that's involved, but I think that for people who and and people that this applies to can speak to this. Uh I think that for people who don't know comic books they weren't necessarily disappointed, but this is still lower on the list than it yeah. should be based on what the other Avengers movies gave us. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen a bunch of people like caping for for Age of Ultron. You like know I saying? have I have seen people say that they liked Age of Ultron, but I have never heard anyone say that this is not the worst Avengers movie of the four. Yeah. That's right. fair. That's fair. And you know something got to be at the bottom, but right. the 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 fact is this movie is not as good as several solo outings. And is Civil War the second worst Avengers movie? Civil War is not an Avengers movie. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a Captain. It's a- I'm sorry. It's, I think of it as an Avengers movie, which I get uh, because it 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 like pretty yeah, much a lot there. It's a lot yeah. there. Like most mm. of the, roster, the whole Avengers group is there. Yeah. Yeah. Like the roster shows up in that movie. Uh, so for most people, it's the second best Point Captain five. America movie. But yeah. uh, you know where I stand on that. Civil Wars, it rises to the top. <laughs> but anyway, uh, anything else on Ultron? No. Not for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, great segue for Captain America. Uh, number 14, Red Skull from Captain America, the first what? Avenger. Let's go getting disrespected out here. Come on, guys. I knew this is how this was going to go. I gave Red Skull 15. Brandon gave Red Skull 25. Damn. And Jordan gave Red <laughs> Skull 13. <laughs> Bro, Red Skull is fire, Red Skull, bro. Red Skull ended up with 53 points. Bro, Red, Skull was, Red Skull was really good, man. Even before he revealed his face, like who he was, he was out here murking people. Out here sending dudes on missions. Like, yeah, man. Come on, man. I mean, he, I, I preferred him in uh, <laughs> Infinity in, War <laughs> than in the first Captain America. Yeah, I really did. In game, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think that adds to the lore. That adds to it, but no, he wasn't really a villain in that. Was one. that was that the same actor? No, 
Oh, good. They should have cast <laughs> that dude in the first Captain America movie who, who did the in-game version. No, the dude from the first one was really good. Yeah. Nah. Right. Nah. Um, you might be confusing this with a different movie. The dude was really <laughs> good, bro. The dude blasted a couple of Nazis with the gun just because they wasn't, you know, he wasn't listening to Hitler or whatever. It was really good, bro. Did did, did we even see Red Skull fight in the first Captain America movie? I don't remember. Was he hand-to-hand fighting? A little bit. I mean, with Cap. You guys going to say, I'll be I, honest. This movie... Uh, ass. I, I wasn't going to say that. Shut the fuck up, man. You're but, wild. We have so many other villains on this list that were way better than Red Skull, and it's blasphemy that Brandon gave this thing a 25. <laughs> Who oh, I'm not t- surprised at all. Like, I, I knew this was going to happen. Uh, there's not that many. I mean, there's Brandon, not a ton of villains better than him, honestly. Oh, we're going to talk about all the him. ones that are. Uh, yeah, Ultron is better than him. Hell no. Spencer, yeah. what you think? Um, I mean, I obviously, mean, if he's I ranked higher Ul- than him. I ranked Ultron lower than Red Skull. Thank you. Uh, Because I will say... What got Red Skull a lot of points for me uh, was performance more than him as a villain. And y'all know that I'm not the biggest fan of the movie Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, and that's that's no secret. We know that Brandon will defend that movie to his dying day. Oh, straight Kool-Aid from Captain America. But um, Bro, it introduced like, the Tesseract. Come on, man. The, the, the thing is about Red Skull, it's not that he was bad. It's that there are several villains better than him. And so that's why he ended up right at the halfway point for me. And that's just how it happens. The MCU has a lot of quality. And Red Skull made it into the top half. We did not talk about him in the last episode of Dragon Ball Z. So at least there's that. Man. Now, just like any other time we do this, Brandon is now going to be taking every single person <laughs> henceforth and comparing them to Red Skull. You did. He, right. he did the exact same thing with the movie whenever we did the uh, MCU right. movie draft. And so now we're doing it with the villain from the same movie. I you knew did. this would happen. And so I can't wait. He's going to everybody that Brandon put under Red Skull. He's going to be pissed when he hears their name because they're higher than Red Skull. It's true. I mean, Captain America need an official pole polisher. Like Brandon is first in line. Wow. Wow. Oh, my. (laughs) I'm sorry. I connect with the character. I actually care about Marvel. I don't just care about only the X-Men. I just care about the whole universe. Uh, and Cap is the best. I mean, he's the best ever since he's left. Marvel's been you. Yeah, there's a reason. I wonder if we did a poll who's better out of Cyclops and Captain America. Not Cyclops. What? Not not Cyclops. Not Cyclops. character in history. Not Cyclops. You gotta. You gotta go somebody else. Niggas a simp. You talking about? Just saying. Hey, hey. I'm just saying. I'm curious what people vote. Niggas a simp, and he's a a trash leader. Like, what are you talking about? Cap is actually a great leader, respected by all. Cyborg, he, he's a, even Wolverine. Be like, get the fuck out of here. Cyborg, 
He did. I was gonna let him have it. Oh, that was, bad. Bad. yeah. That no, was, no, no. We'll never let me have that was, it. That was, that was a typo. It was just a typo. Like we <laughs> knew like, Cyclops. Cyclops, he's cyborg, whatever. He's not important. I mean, he's about the third, fourth most important X Men. Maybe fifth. I don't even know. He's not. I will like, say that's a terrible comparison. Literally in any X Men situation, he is probably the one I give the least fucks about. Yes, he is nothing. Like I, he's the wannabe cat. Like I, I've never no Cyclops is yeah. not a great dude, and I think that because I'm not a huge Captain America guy, I would pick Captain America seven days a week before I pick Cyclops. Okay, garbage. Next up, the only control his powers. Let me, yes. let me ask you. Hey man, it's, you know it's hard sometimes. You hit puberty, you gain powers. Like, come on, man. I didn't know how to ride a bike at one point. Look at me now. All right. What is? <laughs> So right. let me ask y'all. I said, but Cyclops still needs training wheels. Is Brandon's point? Growing as well. He's pro now. He's pro. Do y'all think uh, Red Skull in Endgame looked better than Red Skull in Captain America One? I, I put don't up two so. images. I put up two images of him. I think he looks a lot. I think he looks better. He he looks a lot more terrifying to me in Endgame. Well, what? we're talking about an almost ten year advancement that's what i was also going to say to you technology yeah. so i think he looked really good in the first avenger and in in game and in infinity war like he was cloak pretty much that's what i'm saying yeah he, i mean you saw his face is definitely more a little more detail in his kind of like in game but yeah, it kind of does but like yeah i just think it's the the way they pulled that off in captain america to being early on in the MCU, yeah, it was really good. I will say that was a super hype moment in Endgame when, like, you realize it's Red Skull. You're like, oh, that was, that's where he went. That was yeah. the one thing that got me. Like, in yeah. that movie, everything else I was somewhat prepared for or I could, you know, I was cool. But that's the one thing that, that was my oh shit moment in that movie yeah. was seeing Red Skull. Like, I... That's probably not the point where I should have lost it, but like watching that movie for the first time, that's when I was like doing the whole "oh shit, my mind is blown" thing. Yeah. Do y'all think? Do y'all think Rascal was wasted? Like he should have been a little in and out the MCU a little bit more, or you think it was fine? To I, I think he should. Well, it's tough with the time period. It's tough. I mean, I guess he doesn't. Technically, neat. I guess he doesn't age. I don't really know. It's huge. Right. Yeah, it don't, it don't really, yeah, it don't really age. So, I mean, I would have loved to see them kind of, he continued to live also as same as Captain America. Maybe you use him for some of these shows you got, you know, with Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, or some of these other things. They're more Maybe like street level. Yeah, like some more street level. Because, I mean, he's not, I mean, he's out here trying to get like cosmic stuff. For the most part, he's, He's not like trying to take over the world with like cosmic powers or anything. Yeah. Well, that, there was that one time uh, he stole Professor X's brain and he developed telekinesis and telekinetic powers and all that. But yeah, I, I think, I think, um, I honestly think they did okay by not uh, bringing them back too many times. Cause like, I don't know how society, how soft we are would allow a Nazi person to continue showing up. I wonder if people would be like, ah, why are we celebrating this dude? Like, why are we having him more screen time when he's a literal Nazi? 
Yeah, I would have figured they would have used him uh, to do the Cabal, but I think because they used Thanos at the top, they didn't do that. Yeah. Was the, I remember the Cabal in Earth's Mightiest Hero. Wasn't that, was that Namor, Rascal? The squad who's on the squad changes all the time. It depends on which version of it you have, but um, based on the animated shows, yeah, like I know it as basically uh, Marvel's version of the Legion of Doom or the Injustice League, uh, run by Red Skull, and it's a group of villains who are going against the Avengers, much like the Injustice League does with the Justice League. Uh, that's my understanding of the Cabal, and if Red Skull was going to come back, I would figure that's what they would do. But because that would be like a large scale situation. I mean, maybe you could do that versus Thunderbolts. Something yeah. like that. But I mean, the Cabal is kind of high in. That's that's big ticket because yeah. it's literally a usually as far as I know, it's used as a nemesis versus nemesis situation. So it's a group of supervillains pretty much per Avenger. Yeah. And so, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, who got next on our list? Uh, Okay. So coming in at 13, we have Hela from... Thor Ragnarok. Oh, I, hell. Go ahead, I gave Hella 19 points. Brandon gave Hella 23 points. Jordan gave Hella 17 points. So Hella came out with 59 points. That's pretty close, though. That's I mean, pretty it close is. for all of us. It is, but yeah, there's no way she shouldn't be. To me, she should automatically be in top 10. Even if it's 10. Top 10? She should be top 10, bro. She destroyed Milner. Like, she's the reason, um, you know what I mean? Asgard is gone, pretty much. But, Hela, like, Hela, she, Hela was a fucking problem. She was, but top 10? She destroyed all the Valkyrie. Like, Hela she, was a problem. Like, a problem. It, you want to talk about effective? Yes. Hela was very effective. Really well. Yeah. Yeah, man. I agree. But not top 10. She was good. I, I'll give you that. Like, she did really good. I really have, like, no qualms with her. But for me, not top 10. She's she, only, she only barely didn't make my top 10. But she, uh, no, she's she's very good. And the fact that uh, Odin had to say, no, she needs to be banished. Like, yeah. she, she needs to not be around in order for everything to be okay. And then the moment he died, she got out and started raising hell. Dude, yes. that's really that's really his fault. I'm gonna be honest. Like that that is a plot. For dying? Of, like no, no, for not telling Thor and Loki about her. Yeah, that like, was like how y'all been around what thousands of years and you failed to mention that they have a sister? Yeah, that was that was not a good move. Like f- family secrets be crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one thing to have a family secret. It's a whole other thing to be like, yeah, you got a sister that's pretty powerful. Yeah, like she's a problem. Took out all the Valkyrie, and I have no way to control her. So, uh, yeah, let's make a game plan for if, just in case she does get out, let's make a game plan. Yeah, okay. let me let me write y'all some instructions. Something. Yeah. Ooh. Like you couldn't tell her, you couldn't tell us her powers. 
You couldn't tell her her weakness. You couldn't tell her what she looked like. Like, come on, give me something. I'm sorry, Hella was yeah. fire, bro. Yeah, Hella, Hella was a Hella was a problem. Uh, she looked I, great. I really liked yeah. Hella. Like her powers look good on screen. Just, She's one of the, the many who were just wasted. Like as, we assume she died uh, with Asgard. Right. Didn't but, didn't Surter take her down? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well. and I don't know what I don't know what he did after that. Like he destroyed Asgard, and it was like, all right, I guess I'll go back to sleep now. I mean, she could not be dead. Maybe she could be down in hell, like running it, like she does in the comics. Yeah, uh, I, we or don't that know. version of hell. Yeah, we're gonna see. Yeah, um, I hope they bring her back. Because so, so, just a question. Uh, as I'm sure you both know, in the comic book, she is not their sister. Right. So, or in, or in, you know, uh, what's that history called? In, uh, Norse uh, mythology. Uh, yeah, Norse mythology. Yeah. So I was going to ask you what, knowing comic books and or Norse mythology, uh, what were your thoughts on the MCU's decision to use her as their older sister? I didn't love it just because it was, again, like the fact that they didn't know about her. She's this powerful. Like no one told you. Nobody was like, yo, back in the day, Hella was crazy. Odin had to do like you've lived all this time. They didn't tell somebody about Hella. And I also wonder if Freya was her mother or if that was pre Freya. He's like, they didn't even bring that up. Yeah. Like Odin was out here banging chicks and. You know, I, mean, I didn't even think about that. Be honest with you, you just said that. I didn't think about who the mama was. Yeah, like they didn't even bring it up, and like, yeah, it just didn't make sense, bro. And she had already, and I guess Fred, yeah, I guess she had already died at that point. But yeah, it just doesn't. I don't know. I would have preferred her coming from her original story, um, because I feel like she's way more powerful that way, and has more of a connection to Loki that way. Yeah, I was going to say, trying to explain that she's Loki's daughter may have been challenging. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I was going to say, like, for me, I think the nerd in me was like, so I just mentioned reading Age of Ultron. So on the very last couple panels of Age of Ultron, they introduced the character who came from the Spawn universe, uh, Angela. Uh, Angela came over in Age of Ultron last page or whatever. And then they eventually said that Angela is related to, is the sister of Thor. And so I remember when this hella stuff came out in MCU and I was like, oh, that's her sister. And I was like, dang, they could have introduced um, Angela at this moment, which is also a pretty cool character. And also then I was like, I was going to say that's a, but then I was like, yeah, like you guys just said, like, how would they explain Hela being Thor's daughter? I mean, not Thor's, uh, Loki's daughter, because it wouldn't make any sense. I was like, I guess that's fine. But yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it shouldn't have been Hela. Because yeah. I'm sure that in Norse mythology, Odin has a gaggle of kids that they could have <laughs> pulled from. Yeah, true. But, you know, whatever. Hela has some name recognition, and so I guess that's why. And they wanted to do the whole goddess of death thing. Yeah, yeah it's just, I don't know. It, Thor, low-key, has some of the best villains. Like, especially with the creation of Gore the God Butcher. But, like, they just, it's just misuse and i mean this obviously wasn't as bad as gore the god Butcher, but it's just i don't know that again the monster of the week thing where they i think the problem is they're getting these big actors who don't want to be you know in eight movies they just want to do yeah. one and get up out of there 
And so they have to they have to just, you know, add a character who has so much comic book history, but then treat them as, you know, they're only here for a day, get beat up and then they're done. Yeah. So I mean man, I, I just know. think about how cool that scene was when Hella is like the slow motion, you just see all the Valkyrie right there and like she's going That was beautiful. Him. That was one of the most oh, yeah, beautiful was, shots in MCU that was a history. Great shot. Yeah. Like and Hella just has so much history. Like I feel like she's tried to get with Thanos a few times. Like she has a bunch of history. Just, well, yeah, I, mean, I don't know, yeah. it's tough. Especially, I mean, especially with Thor being like one of the original characters. Uh, right. creating for Marvel. So yeah, a lot of his universe, like those characters have been around for a long time. Right. Brendan, I heard you try to sneak that in there. Uh Malekith brings Thor's villain situation down significantly. Don't don't think you just about to <laughs> sprinkle that in there like Thor got some of the best villain. No, no, he doesn't. I mean, he low-key does. I mean, all right, who has a tongue better? Like who has a better set of villains? Yeah. I would say Spider-Man does. Okay, I'll give you Spider Man. I give you he's up there too. I'll give you Spider Man, but then who honestly, else? Uh, honestly, Captain I America you does. I might I'm give like, you Ant Man as well. Captain America definitely does. Uh, uh on that Ant Man comment, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you ride because uh, I, <laughs> I mean, firmly disagree. I disagree. On uh, that. I mean, we haven't we haven't even talked about one of the characters that was in Ant Man movie. Yes, yeah, you're right, but. We have talked about one of the characters that was in an Ant-Man movie. She's literally last. So Yellow Jacket. What about Yellow Jacket, though? I like Yellow Jacket, but y'all didn't necessarily love him. And I was going to say, like, if we're talking Yellow Jacket, Ghost, Kang up against Loki, Malekith, Hela, and Gore. Oh, uh, see, see, he got four of them. He thinks that's not fair. Oh, okay. Name-wise... I feel like Thor is better, but yeah, I agree. The execution isn't as good. I'll give you that. Yeah, like Thor. Okay, so you're saying Thor's catalog yeah, of villains, like in his catalog, exactly. I'm thinking hey. more like okay. comic book catalog. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, okay. some of the okay. better villains. No, you're Whereas, right. Yeah. I I can I can agree with you there. Yeah, but yeah, okay. MCU. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. It's a few that's, that's trumped him. Okay. Okay. We're good then. Okay. So uh <laughs> he came through it back. He's like, oh Brandon, hold on. <laughs> so we have a tie for a level. And the first one we're going to discuss is Loki. Now, wow. Before, before we discuss Loki, um Loki, people know. Loki is the reason we have 31 instead of 32. As we discussed, we have 32 MCU movies to date. We decided to do 31 villains. Loki is representing Thor and Avengers. Correct. So we decided not to split Loki in this regard. Uh, We discussed it, we talked about it, and we thought we could use the Frost Giants for Thor, but... Adam really yeah, hold up. There. And the destroyer is just a tool. So right. like not really able to speak to that. So uh that is how and you know, Thor, the first Thor ends with Loki like on the throne. Right. Yeah. Uh so we just and of course Loki is the main villain in the Avengers movie. And it's the same character. And we'll talk about why that's important a little bit later as well. So I Gave Loki 21 points. Brandon gave Loki 17 points. 
Jordan gave Loki 24 points, and so Loki ended up with 62. 24? Brandon, you put Loki significantly lower than Red Skull. That is insane. I did that because I don't think I don't think he was a villain most of the time. We're talking about the time when he was a villain. Yeah, what are we talking about? Like what? I'm saying, but he usually was not the villain most of the time. Who was who? Who was the villain in, in Avengers? I mean, sure, he was in that one, probably more more than not. But who was the villain in Thor? And he was, and he was kind of like the. I mean, he was running errands for Thanos, so it's not like homie was out here just conniving, coming well, up with a ton of case, plans. If yes, that's sir. the case, Thanos was letting everybody just run and collect everything for him. Yes, I mean, yeah, if that's sure, the case, then there didn't need to be a discussion about Ronan at all. True, but like that's why Ronan is back because he wasn't. It wasn't like he had a full plan that was all his fruition. Like he literally was doing something for Thanos and then just decided to take it up for himself. In this case, Loki was like, "All right, I'm gonna take over the world." Oh, I need Thanos. I need your army to do this. Like he didn't have the resources. He was given everything to do what he did. It's not like he came up with this genius plan. To execute, it was all Thanos. So I can't. I'm well, sorry. I mean, we don't know. We don't necessarily know if the whole planning was Thanos. I mean, Thanos just told him to go with the stone. Yeah, he gave him that the stone. Loki, he gave Loki him the told him to do it by any means. Yeah, but so then, what about the first Thor? Is he not the villain? He's a villain, but was he a great villain in that? Yeah, say a lot of a lot of what Loki's like a lot of the heavy lifting for Loki for me was in Avengers. Yeah. Because Loki's, I mean, Loki's whole plan to use the Mind Stone and then turn the Hulk against them in the helicarrier and, like, all that was really good stuff. And all his monologues? Yeah, Loki had really good monologues. Uh, and the fact that he, uh, I mean, he was relatively successful in that he was able to send a swarm of weird alien things to New York and cause a ruckus. But mm. Loki Loki was uh like heavy on the performance for Loki. Yeah. And um I mean he was the first he was what needed to happen to bring the Avengers together. Like he was a big enough villain where they said we don't really like each other but we need to put our differences aside to make this thing happen. And, you know, of course, Nick Fury kind of used the death of Coulson to make that happen. But Loki killing Coulson is what, you know, spurred things along and what got us the Avengers. So if it weren't for Loki, the Avengers initiative may not have needed to happen when it did. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I agree most of it, but like, again, he's running errands for Thanos. Now, did he execute the plan? Well, what again? What Spencer said, the performance amazing. Like obviously, yeah. Like but Tom kinda, Hiddleston. Oh yeah. I kind of look at Tom. I kind of look at Loki as like, I don't know. When I think of him, I don't think, oh, that was a fire villain. I think of, oh man, like I think of basically he's a better good guy than he is a bad guy. Okay, I think he's. I think he's a really good um, antagonist, and not as far as like. A main antagonist, but like I feel like any anything that he appears in is like amplified once he shows up. And oh, I agree. I think that with what you just said, 
I think that Loki may be at the disadvantage of not being a villain anymore for you. Just like right. how Jordan was saying, don't be a dick, Darren. Like, he's holding that against... He can say all day that he's not, but he's holding that against Yellow Jacket. Yeah, and absolutely. You are holding against Loki the fact that after the Avengers movie, he wasn't a villain anymore. And so you are not seeing him as a villain. And so right. if we're looking at 2012, then, you know, Loki is going down as one of the best villains. Oh, yeah, he's one of the best. It's top, probably top three if we're talking 2012, yeah. Yeah, top but um, the fact that Loki has been pushed all, like, he was the heel, and then they made him a face. Yeah, he did a turn. Yeah. And now he's, they put the belt on him and pushed him. And it's like, okay, if I'm ranking my biggest heels of all time, it's hard for me to say you're the greatest heel of all time when you're a better babyface, essentially. Yeah, and so I I think that's why you have him as low as you do. But, um, you know, that's the kind of thing that happens with time. Right. So, I mean, like, there was, also- there was a time when dr j was in goat conversations and now not so much exactly yeah like Like, i mean if we did this before the loki series probably be closer to the top i was gonna bring up the loki series because what about his variants his variants you know just their little performance was very good and they are the villains right and they're great but they weren't they don't have anything to do with this yeah they weren't villains though they were what up the old man loki they all were villains at some point yeah, I mean, he literally like saved Loki. He at the end of the day, he literally saved Loki to allow him to go to the whatever. Yeah, like in in there, there were some evil Lokis and some not so evil Lokis. Like yeah. in that whole, some, some might say they're the ones that defeated Thor or the evil ones. Jordan, anytime you say some might say, I know some wild <laughs> is coming. <laughs> some some so people wild, say cucumber tastes uh, better pickled. Irrelevant is coming. Yeah, no, <laughs> goodness. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, that's how this goes. Um, so yeah, I think that in Avengers, Loki was very effective, and Loki, I mean, he's the OG, and I can probably admit that that's probably what gets him more points for a lot of people than it should is the fact that he's the OG and like he was the first big bad, and so. Being the first big bad, just for a lot of people, it it gave him everything. Uh, I think that nostalgia is probably right. Uh, there are a lot of people who rank Loki in their top five purely based on nostalgia. So, yeah, because I feel like... Oh, what was you going to say, Brandon? Oh, I was just going to say, if you, if you take out Loki in that situation and put in, I don't know, freaking... Somebody random. I don't know. I think that person you put in that spot gets held higher just because they're in the first Avengers movie. Depends on how good it was. If, if Age of Ultron was the first one. Yeah, because I was going to say, you see we, Ultron. We might not be having this, yeah. You see, Ultron True, didn't do well. It, well. He didn't do well, but I'm saying that was a perfect position. You were literally at Thanos. You had the Avengers. Like, there was no, there was no real miss in that case. Like, that's the first time we saw the Avengers. The second time we saw the Avengers, okay, cool. It's not the wear, it's a wear off effect. Whereas the first time it was like, oh, snap, Captain America, Hulk, 
Iron Man all together, like that automatically has you in. It didn't matter who the villain was. So okay. let's say let's say we do an episode where we rank all of the good guys in the MCU. Does Loki make the list? Yeah. I wouldn't think so. Uh, I mean, I mean from, he could he could be on the list, but he not gonna be. I don't I mean, know how he'd be. Five, but I mean, shit. I don't even know I if mean, could, I don't even know if he counts as a good guy on the list, though. What do you mean? He was a good what guy. Is he doing good. He is. He's the protagonist of a series. Like he, <laughs> he counts. Like he yeah. he has a but show. What did, but what did he do good? What, what heroic moment did he have that wasn't self centered? He did get help. When what yeah, movie? Like he's he's helped. Uh, I remember in uh, Ragnarok, he helped Thor plenty of times. Was that so, out of self interest or was that to help his brother? He sacrificed. Well, he didn't sacrifice himself to. He tried to, you know, <laughs> hero at I the mean, beginning of Infinity I, I, War. I tried to be a millionaire, but I mean, hey, it, it, it didn't work out. I'm saying though, like for the most part, he. He tried to help his brother numerous times. Now, did he not? Did he have a backup plan? Sure, but I mean, helping somebody's helping somebody. He even helped him in but, Dark World. But yeah. was it out of self interest though? Hey man, self, like Tony Tony Stark do some shit out of self interest. That'll be he's not a hero, but he has the world on his mind. That's what he's trying to help out. Well, yeah, that's okay, the thing. Like okay. self interest could mean like keeping. It, like me safe, but also everybody safe, but also me safe. Exactly. We we might have to we might have to rank all the MCU heroes. Yeah, I think we know. But no time that is. But that I mean that'd be fun to see where y'all got because I feel like see Brandon's let, number one. Let's let some more movies come out and then we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, That's and we'll we may include TV show folk with that because uh, Moon Knight will not do well. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to throw that in there. Moon Knight, yeah, yeah did, did, bro, he out here chilling, I living his best life. Wanted Moon Knight to make sure. Strays. Moon Knight might be the worst TV character, <laughs> TV uh, like that protagonist. Very That's very sad to hear. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what we got next, Spencer? What's on the list? Because I was gonna say Wanda, both sides. Yeah, exactly. Like. That's the only, if she was either the whole time, she'd be higher up on my list. But also tied with Loki, we have Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming. So I gave Vulture 24 points. Brandon and Jordan gave Vulture 19 points. So Vulture ended with 62 as well. Okay, pretty, pretty close. Yeah. Now, I clearly liked Vulture more than y'all did. and. You know, that's fine. I thought Vulture was really good because we don't get we don't get street level very often, it feels mm -hmm. like. At one point we did, and then you know, there's a bunch of like, oh, the world is at stake. It's like, why? Why does the right. world have to be about to end for there to be a problem? And right. one of the good things about Spider-Man Homecoming is that they kept things contained. And Vulture was literally just trying to provide for his family. Mm -hmm. And I could relate to that. Vulture was trying to protect his daughter. I could right. relate to that. Vulture was just trying to make sure that he was okay and that his family was taken care of. And he was like, I will do whatever needs doing to do that. And if that means taking out this fucking kid who's getting in my way, 
that's how it's got to be. You know how much I love Homecoming. Yeah, so that Vulture was able to deduce in the car. Oh, that scene was so good. That was that was a really good good. I almost forgot about that. Oh, that scene was so good. And so yeah, Vulture, Vulture for me, that that performance and the character were very, very good. And I'm surprised y'all didn't have him a little higher. I'm pretty okay with where he ended up, but I'm a little surprised. With when this movie first got announced, I had no idea how they were going to do Vulture. Same. This is like you know in the comics, this dude looked like a bird. Basically, yep. I was like, "How are they going to do this?" But I was, I was very satisfied with the way they did it. Pretty good. Agreed. Same. Yeah, I mean, great, outstanding casting. Um, and yeah, he killed it. I mean, I, I have a few people higher than him, but overall, I thought, yeah, Vulture was he was one of the key points of that movie. Yeah, I'm as I've said it a million times, not a Spider-Man guy, but. Homecoming is literally top five for me. Um, so I and mean, Vulture has something to do with that because exactly, very good. Yeah, and I'm a stickler for. I, I like all my characters kind of look like their comic counterparts, but this change was one I was like, I'm really impressed with this. I was like, they did a really good change with that, like making them look like a uh, stealth suit, like an army, not army, but like a air force like type fighter jet type thing. Mm-hmm. I was like that. That's really good. Yeah, I had I had no idea how they were going to do that. And, and also, Br- like you said, his performance was nice. And Brandon, I remember you saying that you didn't like people who needed uh, Geek Squad's help, but uh, Vulture had some Geek Squad with him. Wait, did he? Yeah, he had a uh, he had because you remember he had his little like squad uh, of people. Yeah, Shocker. Help him. Yeah, I remember Shocker. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I remember Shocker. And uh, uh, the one dude, uh, I guess the. The heavier blonde dude. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, because he was fixing his equipment. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. The the suit was amazing. Um, looked really good. He looked like, yeah, I mean, it's an amazing movie. And yeah, they they just did a really good job of like designing the suit, and then just Michael Keaton. I mean, he's Michael Keaton, so we know what. Yeah, we know what time that is. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that that. In the car scene, one of the best scenes. That whole sequence, to even to that, like open the door, all that. One of the greatest scenes ever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever he opened the door, it was like, "You must be Peter." It's like, yeah, oh, shit, exactly. Like, <laughs> amazing. So, I mean, Vulture oh. might might need to be a little higher. I may have played him on this. This is one where I, I may have to rethink I, I, my count. Yeah. I, I think I'm fine. I think I'm fine with how I have them. Okay. Okay. Uh, coming in at number ten, we have reached the top ten. We have Baron Zemo from Captain America: Civil hey. War. I gave Baron Zemo twenty-five points. Brandon gave him twenty-one. Jordan gave him twenty, and so he ended up with sixty-six points. Talk about effective. Baron Talk Zemo about effective. He got shit done. Oh, he got shit done. He was making chess moves. Yeah. Like video checkers. He broke the team. Right. And he killed the king of Wakanda. Facts. <laughs> like that's someone his he caught a body. Like, yeah. The, you know, like dude changed history in Wakanda. Yeah. Like, and he yeah, to the point the Dora Milaje 
showed up in person <laughs> for him. Yeah, like he's like we're putting the money on his head. Yeah, and even when he got captured, he was still a problem. Yeah, like, he wasn't even he was out the picture, and he was still causing trouble. Yeah, Bro, like, he had Cap and Cap and Iron Man like really like about to like they were about to damn near kill him. Yeah, like uh, he yeah Baron Zemo had. Because, yeah, T'Challa was about to kill Winter Soldier. Like, yes, ready to end him. And then, of course, we have Tony ready to kill him. Yeah. And, oh, it, it, was, oh, it was so good. He, and the dude, the dude who played him, like, bro, fantastic. And he fantastic. did it in, in the name of revenge. Yeah. Like, he got this much done in the name of revenge. Like, I'm furious at these people so i'm going to break them from the inside yeah man he got all of them locked up yeah like he oh baron zemo got a lot done and um yeah he's uh he's in my favorite mcu movie so you know i was i was happy to see him return when we saw him in uh uh, captain oh captain falcon yeah Yeah, yeah, it was great. And then you got to see him so put good. on that purple. Oh, I was waiting for him to put on a purple mask like the whole time. Bro, I was like, you can't so have Baron Zemo without his purple mask. And then he like looks in the car, he puts it on. He's like, next time. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that little no. that little tease. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see him show back up in uh, Same. Thunderbolts. Same. He was. I mean, dude just has a certain swag to him. Like when he came again, Falcon Winter Soldier, like. Every episode he was in, made he made the episode so good. Better. He did so. Yeah, like, yeah it's yeah. It, Baron Zemo oh, is top, top tier. And just think about the Thunderbolts. Like he's on that team. Whoever they are going against is going to have some psychological problems because he is going to mentally mess up whatever team or whatever opposition they are going against. Yep. Like he is going to outsmart them. It's going to be so I want to see so much interaction between all these characters. Because yeah, we have mm. we have watched him again, as Brandon said, he was playing chess at a high level. Right. To the point where he brought down the mightiest team that the earth has to offer. Like brought yep. the like he Tony hates him now. Like, <laughs> right. like nigga, I hate you. <laughs> we're not friends anymore right and yeah oh goodness yeah he Man. literally exposed captain america's biggest biggest blemish just not telling his boy that he knew like his parents got killed by his best friend like he exposed yeah them. like that's a huge blemish on his right resume so also if you think about what it took for him to actually kill uh the king of wakanda he had to have some insight like he yes. has to have that plan so hard because you know the door melage probably scoped out everything just like cia yep. or or the secret service you know they yep. scope out everything before they get there so the fact that he got past the door melage and was able to kill t'chaka is like this guy's smart and then again nope. frame winter soldier for it right nope. and then was able to use what winter soldier really did Exactly. It was, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was. Uh, he was too much. Too so, much. for number eight, we have a tie. Oh, another tie. We have Winter Soldier from 
Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I gave Winter Soldier 22 points. Brandon gave Winter Soldier 18 points. Jordan gave Winter Soldier 27 points. Jeez. And so hey. Winter Soldier came out to 67 points. Hey, that guy, Timothy, that, he, he's that boy. <laughs> it, it, that Tell me a better fight scene. Tell me one. I mean, no, I agree. Like, there's yeah, no that, really better hand to hand combat. Yeah, that knife work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell, tell me a better scene. There, there, there has been no better fight scene to me than than that scene in that movie. And Winter Soldier was a big part of that. Winter Soldier. I, I mean, the movie was phenomenal. Um, him as a villain. Uh, I mean, he was running under a brainwash. Thank you. But uh, he caught a lot of bodies. But he definitely yeah, he was, was under. He was effective, but yeah, yeah, against his will. Like right. these were not decisions he was making. Exactly. Like he wasn't yeah. like menacing on his own, you know. But he was I effective. Mean, he dude, he had he got cap you done. shook. Yeah, he had cap shook. Like Captain didn't know what to do when he was fighting him. Like he was like, I can't do anything. Yeah, because honestly, and this is your boy, Brennan. Yeah, like if I kind of wonder, should we have called Hydra as the villain for this? But I thought about that too. Yeah, like I it, it, thought about that. Yeah, it crossed I mean, my mind. Still, but but he, was, he was the one doing, he was the one on the ground, like right. 10 toes down, exactly. throwing hands. Right. And so, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm, and I'm not trying to say that there are any negatives, but at the end of the day, like he would probably be higher if he wasn't a puppet. True. And I mean, I, I kind of have the same formula as far as Loki, like, turned to a good guy. Um, probably, to me, was a better better good guy than bad guy, but it isn't as huge of a disparity because um, he was a really good bad guy. To me, it's but, a it's a disparity. Like, I, I like Winter Soldier as a good guy is so much better than really, Winter Soldier as a bad guy. But that's because, like, him on the good side is is really good. No, it's fun because especially like Sebastian. I mean, just that character alone is just fun to see interact with. Yeah, but that yeah, because just yeah, because I'm starting to think of that fight scene between him and T'Challa and, and different things. Yeah, like are, all the fight scenes that he's in are really good. Like, I mean, Winter Soldier is a good character, and right. again, like when we when we just do characters, he will be pretty high. Right. Yeah. And he's pretty high. Like he's tied for eight. Yeah. So nice. And, and he I, wasn't even a villain for everything he was in. So that's really high. And I have a feeling somebody is going to be pissed at who he's tied with. But we're going to see. Mm, okay. So see, I'm, I, last thing I want to say is my boy Sebastian had long hair. But when he cut that hair, hey, my man was out here stealing draws on the MCU. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, he like black women. Shout out to him. Hey, I mean, he was in Wakanda. So, hey, that they call him White butt. Panther for nothing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that because uh, they had never seen one before, or they, exactly. some of them had never seen one before, and they were like, I what is have this question? Yeah, yeah, this is what they talk. This is what they look like. Oh, God, that's terrible. Um, <laughs> And I'm I'm just saying he's a super soldier. Hey, boy, <laughs> super stamina. Hey, he's he's a super soldier. That's all. Going through the tribe. That's all I'm saying. Like, 
uh, alcohol affects humans, but not uh, not super and my soldiers. Boy got the, and my boy got that metal hand. Hey, hey, <laughs> not, wasn't even gonna bring hey. up the Winter Soldier arm, but okay. Hey, I'm just saying. So <laughs> tied for eight, <laughs> we have Thanos from. Avengers Endgame. Oh my god. It was Brandon. No, it was Spencer. <laughs> it was Spencer. I know it was Spencer. It was, it was Spencer. I gave Thanos from Endgame 18 points. I knew it. Brandon gave Thanos 20 points. Are y'all drunk? Jordan gave Thanos 29 points. Oh go, my what? So Thanos Did ended you watch with those movies? 67 points. Now, houseway, this um, is crazy. I knew it was Pinsir. I, I figured it was Pinsir. We decided that the Thanos that we see in Infinity War and the Thanos that we see in Endgame are very different characters and needed to be ranked as such. Jordan didn't seem to think so, but Brandon and I <laughs> uh, decided that these two did not need to be in the same place because they are two very different characters. Now, Discussing the Thanos that we see in Endgame, we are talking specifically about the, I guess, 2014 version of him that... Yes. Uh, yeah. The 2014 version of him... That came that, back. They, that they end up fighting against in the big, huge fight scene right. at the end of the movie. Right. So... Yeah. With this one, I will say, you guys know I get movies confused... I will say when we start talking about it, I might mix some of the movies up. I just want to throw it out there right now. We will clean that up for you. Do not worry. Um, that might, I mean, that might be why you have him as number two. So oh, what, what is what this difference is there? He's in two movies. Yeah, let's let's get into it. So this character was kind of just angry, and he was. I mean, he was very good, but I think the problem is, in comparison to the other one, who we will talk about later on, um, this was just the weaker character. Because whenever we look at uh, his motivations and his reason for doing this, yes, they're the same, but we don't see that. We see the tyrant who is just trying to slaughter. Yeah. And in this situation, the comparison game has to be played. And right. so when you compare what we the the version of this character that we see in this movie against the version that we see in the previous movie, there's a lot less character here. Well, that's because like when you're young, you're angry, you get a little older, you get more wiser. That's all it is. Yeah, and that's that's, that's fine. And that wisdom. Uh, or that lack thereof uh, changed things significantly. Now, I still think that this was like seeing him go to work. Like young Thanos was a fucking problem on the, he on sat the court. There, he sat there and was like, "Nah, let what, what did he say? He's, He's like, like yeah, sitting there, let them uh, come to me. Yeah, let them come to me. Yeah, yeah. like and what like, did that? He was bring not you? worried, bro. He just think Back about it. Me. He got pulled from the past. So this present situation that he has no idea about, he don't know any of these people, and the fact that he still put in that work against them 
was like, no, I am a problem. You guys are not messing with me until yeah. he found out that he, he and can't be messed with. But he, he was smart enough to figure out like, oh, no, I like looking succeeded. at this video. I, I did what I set out to do. And these people are trying to stop me and I can't have that. Yeah, right, so, I'm going to do it again. Yeah, he said, but that's the thing. He said, no, nah, this time I'm not going to use the Infinity Stones to wipe out half. I'm going to use it to wipe this planet down to the atoms and rebuild it because y'all are getting in my fucking way. Right. And so he abandons his actual mission out of spite almost. And, you know, again, when you're looking at the character, it's like, eh, I don't, uh, that's that's a, that's a weaker character to me. Um, it is very villainy. Very heavy on the villainy, but um, and I feel like Josh Brolin had less performing to do in this movie compared to um, because he had all the boxing to do in this one, yeah. He was throwing, yeah, always throwing hands in this movie, and that's the thing like, that was only a section of the movie where the hands were being thrown, but oh, he was throwing them, and so. Again, when you play the comparison game, or when I play the comparison game, there's a wide gap here to me. Yeah. I mean, as y'all know, I'm a huge Thanos fan. I've, learned, I've Probably, if you ask me, like, the character I've read the most about is Thanos. And in this one, his motivations were great, but I just feel like as compared to the one we got in Infinity War, just the one in Infinity War did everything the same. He was smart. He had a plan, executed it. Uh, he he has had some fire bars, like he was he was spitting. Yeah, but he, agree. he just did everything ten times better than Infinity War. Not saying Endgame one was bad or anything. He did he actually did an excellent job, and he caught up on the information halfway through, and still yeah. damn near still won. However, I just feel like the one in Endgame executed everything else better. I 100% agree with that. I 100% agree with that. Um, he he almost won. He tried to yeah, snap his fingers. He thought he had it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was one snap away. Like, I mean, he was real yeah. close. Um, and just pull up, just to pull and, up in the Avengers spot, and just ran. <laughs> like, yeah, and he did a lot of sabotaging too. Like, yeah, there was a like when the Avengers would try to do stuff. Like, there was a lot of shit that he stopped from happening. Right, and so. Yeah. Um okay. All right. At number seven, we have the Mandarin from Shang-Chi, the Legend of the Ten Rings. I gave the Mandarin 20 points. Brandon gave the Mandarin 27 points. Jordan gave the Mandarin 21 points. And so the Mandarin came out to 68 points. I'm not mad at it. I wonder. I really want to know, like, if it's just us who really like the Mandarin, or did other people like him as well? Because I thought he was great. I did too. His uh, performance, motivation, loved it. But I wonder, like, are we just are we just over exaggerating it a little bit, or was he really that good? I think, I, if I had to guess, he is probably not in most people's top ten. Um, or if he is, he's like nine ten. Like he's not very high in people's top tens. Um. I, I feel like, like that's, yeah, like that's probably the general consensus. Um, but also on the flip side to that coin, because of Marvel's 
misuse and mismanagement of villains, uh, he's one of the good ones at the end of the day. And so yeah, he um he probably does pretty okay, but I don't know how many people's top ten he's gonna crack. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, I mean I think so. Like he's one of my favorite villains. He's one of the best parts of Shang-Chi to me. Any part, like even even start with the flashbacks. Anytime he's in it, is the movie is like better to me. And so yeah, to me, the Mandarin, they they did a really good job of you know retconning from got from Iron Man 3 and like yeah. really executing in, in this movie. Yeah, man. Like to me, he's again, I have number four. I thought he was Top two. Yeah, like giving us an actual the Mandarin. Uh I right. really happy with that. Dude, he pulled he pulled up with a uh, young Shang Chi into that uh that little bar or whatever. Yeah. Like, beat yeah. them dudes, blew them dudes away. Yeah. Yeah. But like he wanted out the game. Like yeah, he was that's out the game. He he because we see this all the time. There's they get out the game, they're good, they find love, they're happy, and something pulls him back in yep. and he he wanted to yeah he wanted to hang up the gloves he wanted to raise his family peacefully he wanted to age with his wife yeah right. for you to be immortal and want to was like no i'm i want to age with my wife yeah, i want to grow old with this woman because she was she beat my ass and i'm in love now <laughs> <laughs> no yeah she really did yeah, she yeah. beat his ass and he was like i'm gonna marry this woman <laughs> this is the one that, that, yeah. that's all I needed and yeah. so yeah the fact that um, yeah they pulled him back in because I love a revenge movie yeah and uh, yeah this man he he put his gloves back on and got straight to it yep. he knew exactly who it was who did it yeah, yeah I feel like he, he said uh, son yeah you're in the business now exactly this is how you handle business and that's what like he for a full millennium was like running things yep. in the shadows and like he, you know, built himself an empire and he was, you know, uh, yeah, he was, he was a problem for again, a thousand years. Yeah. I, again, I, I you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Shang-Chi. But to me, if you were going to make the argument for it being top 10, I don't think it is. But if you were going to make the argument, I think it would mainly be because of the Mandarin. But that would be your main sticking point. Because otherwise, don't see it. Yeah. And then also, uh, you know, his kind of motivation coming in through the I hear my wife calling to me and I'm going to get her out. Exactly. Very understandable. Very like, understandable. Yeah. Like that's 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 husband shit. Like, yeah, yeah like, like, go get her. Exactly. Yeah. Till death do like for better or for worse, through thick and through thin. He even said till death do his part. He was like, Yeah, death, I'm gonna go get her after death too. Yeah, like she not dead. I hear her. Right. So yeah, we're going to get her. And I and that's what I mean, I think the mistake they made was making it a little too supernatural at the end. And kind of I mean, as far as the movie go, goes, yeah. Like but yeah, like even making him a little I don't know. But um yeah, overall, yeah, I thought thought they thought he really killed it. That performance was amazing. Uh I had never seen the actors work before, but killed it. 
Okay, excellent, excellent. So, coming in at number six, speaking of performances, we have the Green Goblin from Spider-Man No Way Home. Hmm. I gave the Green Goblin 26 points. Brandon gave the Green Goblin 22. Jordan gave 23. The Green Goblin ended up with 71. Yeah, we were all about the same. Yeah, pretty consistent. I think, so, I, think I was... Oh, okay. what did I say? I was going to say, I think I said every single time we, we talk about this movie, but the point where Peter realizes that something's going on and then you see the snap in yeah. Green Goblin, like, that was great. Yeah, that's that Spidey was sense great. was a was a tangling. Yeah. Yes. And and again, we one of the questions that I had while watching this movie is how complicit was Norman Osborn? Like, are Norman Osborn and the Green Goblin in cahoots, or is Norman actually innocent and like not involved? Because Norman Osborn, not a great dude. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. this is the MCU, so we don't know. And we can see that this is a hard split personality situation. I mean, and we saw that in the first Spider-Man movie as well, but again, because Norman Osborn is kind of nefarious, I wonder if how, how in control was the green goblin the whole time? How complicit was Norman Osborn? And that's thing. Willem Dafoe's performance brought me to those questions. Like I will never know. Uh, how involved Norman was or how uninvolved Norman was or how in control of the situation Norman was. And yeah, Willem Dafoe was shooting for an Oscar in that movie. Like I was worried. And as Brandon said, uh, caught a body and an important body. Yeah. Most important body is Spider-Man's life to that point. And And I mean, Spider-Man franchise. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, like to be a villain, like I give him credit, like to be a villain for a very short short period of time of a movie and to then make the top 10, damn near top five. Like that's that's big time. Like he wasn't a villain very long. Yeah. Like he wasn't a villain very long in that movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that, that movie had a lot to do and a lot of stuff going on, a lot, a lot of people of in it. Yep. And yeah, the fact that he made it here with all of that going on speaks right. to how good he was. And yep. don't even get us started on when he was fighting Peter in the hallway after he did that snap, throwing Bro. Peter through walls, was, through the floor. It was yeah. WWE. <laughs> and that's the thing. He was, he was cheesing the whole time. Exactly. I was Laughing. like, yeah, getting hit. Getting yeah. hit. Like, you are a crazy person. Yeah, and he he was such a good villain that Peter was willing to break the. It took other Peters stopping him because he was going to catch a body. He was yeah. prepared to finish him. Yep. And it took another spot. It took another Peter Parker saying, "No, this isn't you." Yeah. Don't no. do it. But yeah, that's it. He was such a villain that uh, Tom Holland was ready to say, "No, fuck him." Yeah. We're done mean, here. Yeah. Like you brought up, man. That snap scene was oh, that crazy. was fantastic. That snap scene was top tier. Yeah, and again, Willem Dafoe was shooting for an Oscar in that movie. Like yeah. Willem Dafoe didn't have to do him like that in this movie. He did, and, and he was like, "Nah, I got some acting for your ass." Exactly. Yeah, he was probably waiting to re- 
redo that role again. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I got a trick. Like, for I got y'all. an MCU budget. Oh, oh yeah. Put in work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, they're going to see my face one more time on Disney? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Then, exactly. And then to mention also, like, I told you guys, I'm a stickler for, you know, comic accurate characters. Once you saw him kind of fighting, his, his hoodie started to get tore up, caught fire a little bit. And then you finally see the green and purple. You're like, ah, I see it now. Yeah. He's the green goblin. I see it. Yep. So that was, that was great. Because, yeah, there were a lot of people that thought in the uh, trailers, there were a lot of people that thought it was the Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, he, uh, ooh, that was, that was, that was so good. Um, so, top five, top five, top five. We have reached the top five. Gentlemen, at number five, we have the High Evolutionary. From Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. I gave the High Evolutionary 27 points. Brandon gave 24. Jordan gave 22. And so the High Evolutionary ended with 73 points. Brandon, I remember you saying you had some opinions here. Or you had some opinions that kind of went against... uh, the audience at large yeah i mean i just think you know when the movie initially like dropped people were like high evolutionary one of the greatest villains out like oh my god high evolutionary and i'm just like watching it was he good yes but did he do anything that was like super yeah villainous yeah yeah like he did he did yeah, it, it, it literally had a whole entire planet to show you that he was villainous. Villainous, uh, yes. Uh, like, is he a despicable, right? Like, like a terrible fucking guy? Absolutely. Yes. And I think that that's what, because for me, that's what got him this high was Dang, the fact too. that he's an. He was one of because you know how we just you know we talked about a misutilization of villains and like not wanting them to be die and be used later and all that. I was like, no, kill this motherfucker right now. Yeah, he had to die. Like he was, oh, he was the worst kind of per. Like he's the kind of villain that you just hate. Like there are some villains that you're like, I agree with this person, I like this person, I want to see more from this person. He was the kind of villain that's like, no, fuck this guy, I need justice in the form of execution. Like <laughs> he was he was the guy that you were like, no, please kill him. Like Thank I. You, I never want to see this dude again because he is a horrible, awful, disgusting, just the worst kind of guy. And I think that that is what got him here, if I had to guess, because people have a very sensitive spot for animals. That's what I was about to say. That's why I think he's so high for a lot of people. But I'm just saying, think about it. He started with animals. He made his way up to humans. We saw he had kids already running some tests on them he's ready to start a whole new world with this whole new batch of kids that he's about to experiment on he probably and, already experimented on them. he destroyed his whole planet of experiments yeah planet. like the the way that he treated rocket the way that he treated rocket's friends and the way that he basically said yeah i tried it and all of these living creatures who are just living their lives and just trying to be regular on this earth that i created for them by the way uh they're just not doing it for me so (laughs) 
I'm just gonna blow the shit up, start over, <laughs> bro. Because, nonchalantly, yeah, like just, up. yeah, like I, eh, you know, throwing the trash. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll run it again, and it, it, like just like it was nothing. It was nothing to him. And then oh, no. again, whenever he, uh, whenever they went through the lines, like the you know, you're not a god, and he was pretty much like, yes, I am. I saw that the perfect creature didn't exist, so I decided that I'll do it myself. Yeah, he's like, God is like, oh, I got you. Yeah, and so I, don't I know. See... I just feel like he didn't get the like the other top five villains we have. We kind of understood. I mean, I guess he has motivations, but we kind of understood what created those motivations. That's the only knock I have against him. Have a little, like we don't really know why. I mean, yeah, he wants to improve people, but it's like, what got him there? And I, that's I the think, only knock I got against him. Like the way I saw it, it was a matter of seeing the imperfections and wanting to, like, create the per. Like it was a compulsion to create the perfect specimen or the perfect uh, life form, the perfect society, and all of that. So I think that this is like a pretty standard case of narcissism at the highest level. True. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think when we're comparing the guys, the people who are coming up, it's tough to compare because he just, he and did not, some wild stuff. I'm not mad at I you just, for that opinion, but yeah, again, but, the reason he was so high for me is because there are, again, we discussed in the first episode, there are a lot of ways to rank a villain. There are a lot of things that you can use to decide how you feel about a villain, where a villain ranks, and how much you like or dislike a villain. And for me, him being so awful is what got him here. Because for some of the villains, the fact that they the fact that I agreed with them is why they got where they are. For some of them, their motivations are why they got where they are. For some of them, the performance is why they got where they are. But for him, it's the he was so awful. Yeah. Like he was the worst kind of person or the worst kind of being or whatever the fuck he is. I think he's just a guy. Uh, That's my thing. That's what I want to know. I don't know. I don't think he's. I don't think anymore. But I think starting out, he was maybe just a guy. I don't I mean, know. He probably was. Uh, he probably was definitely performing experiences, experiments on himself. Yeah, like so. Yeah. I think yeah, he was just a man, and because he had powers though. Yeah, he did he did and blew that whole area. Remember? I don't. I'm not as familiar with high evolutionary. Yeah, me neither. The comics. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. Hard to say. Um. But you know. I the reason he got where he was for me was very specifically because I hated him. It makes like, sense. Like he was, stuff. yeah, he was awful, and um, yeah, the way that he was, it, it, his like just his narcissism that led into his jealousy of Rocket and being like, "How the fuck did you figure this out? I couldn't do it, and you could, and." I don't like it, but also I love it. And I'm really glad that you did, but also I hate you for it. And right. so, um, but you're still an abomination. Like right. you still ain't shit. You ain't never going to be shit. <laughs> so I need your brain. The rest yeah. of you, fuck it. But I need your brain. So I'm going to, we're, we're just dissect it. I'll just take it out and uh, do what I need to do with it. And then whenever Rocket, like, you know, started jigging and making a key card, 
And uh, he was like, I knew you were going to do this. So, uh, yeah, you're not going to do yeah. it. And then he killed his friends. My and boy, My boy killed Teefs. My boy killed Floor. My boy killed Lila. Yeah. Like, technically, he didn't kill them. Yeah, got, got no, he killed sprays. Lila. He got G babies. Well, no, Lila, Lila got shot. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, he was like, all um, right, come on, let's get over with the rocket. Like, come yeah, on, stop yeah. trying. And that's the thing that also made him a terrible <laughs> like, rocket was destroyed. He was like, all right, enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? Like, get up. <laughs> come on, get up. Like, stop it. Making a scene, crying. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was the worst kind of person. And yeah, he was one that I was like, "No, nah, kill him." No, I get it. I get it. So, yeah, uh, that's that's how he got where he was. But yeah, like not in goat region. Uh, nah, nah. But very, very good. Um, I mean, I ranked him at four. So, you know, uh, coming in at number four, we have Kang. I'll, we'll say Kang the Conqueror, but we have Kang from Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. That's what that movie's called, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I gave Kang 23. Brandon gave Kang 26. Jordan gave Kang 25. So at just one point over, Kang ended up with 74. This one, I, I like because we got a full... We kind of know the beginning and the middle. Obviously, we know the end. We know a little bit of the end, I guess, of that version of Kang. But, like, we got the motivation. We got a, a lot of things from, from this performance. And he's just, every time he's on the screen, the movie got better. Yeah. So those those monologues, man, he was uh, he was hitting those. Yeah, you know, he was hitting. Say somebody was spitting? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And for me, this was, a, like, a, the performance carried a lot of this for me. Yeah, same. a lot of the movie. Yeah, like uh, Jonathan Majors has a lot to do with how Kang ended up here, rather than like Kang himself. Uh, yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, you may have known, like Kang for me. Yeah, he was top ten, but he was on the lower end, and I would not have put Kang this high. Well, I didn't put Kang this high, but um, we did get a lot from him, and I think that he had the advantage of he is supposed to be the next big bad and so there's been a lot of like building done for him like they're like he's what they're building for building toward and building to and with that being the case he got a lot of help uh and so i think that he had that advantage on his side in this situation because i Again, there there are some people we have already talked about that I think were better than him. Yeah. I, go ahead, Jordan. I was going to say, they had no solution for him. They had to come up with some BS, quantum medium, ants taking over. They they aged a thousand years, whatever Hank said. But other than that, they had no, they had no answer for Kane. Yeah, Kang was a he was a problem to the point yeah, where he they, got they he nothing. got banished to the quantum realm and then he took over the quantum realm. That's yeah, yeah like with nothing. That's my thing. Yeah, like I feel like out of all our let's say our top eight, he had to carry his movie a lot a lot more than the rest of these guys. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this movie was 
ass if it was okay. No, no. Oh, yeah, without Kane, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. without Kane. Oh, no yeah, 100%. In, trash. The, in the top 10, this is the worst movie. That's what I'm saying. Like, my dude had to carry, even, no one even, I mean, I like Ant-Man, but nobody really gave it to him. About what Ant Man was doing, we we came to see what what Kang's talking about. I, I think people like Ant Man. I think people like Ant Man. The character yeah. of the movie, first one, the movie, the first. I mean, one. yeah, first most one, people sure. like the first one, but, but yeah, like looking at yeah, like looking at the movies in the top ten, most of those movies are in somebody's top ten. Like all of them, top twelve, top thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this movie, uh is in a lot of people's like twenty twenty one spot. Right, like right. creeping into the bottom ten, and what do anybody that it's not, he's why it's not. Right, his back hurts because he was carrying his damn movie. Like, yeah, I, that's kind of why I have him so high. Because like, my man had to give a performance to make this movie bearable, and that's that's true. as far as like, because we talk about effectiveness, but his effectiveness on the movie, yeah. Probably the like number one, yeah. As far as like, or I'd say top three, as far as like him being in the movie, yeah. Like, if if he if if you take him out, no, yeah, this is awesome. I'm I'm just like I said, they had they had no they had no solution for him, like they 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 just had they had nothing, yeah. They had nothing, mind you, Jonathan Majors, too. When you see him lose his armor a little bit. I mean, he was swole. Like that, 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 well, that Creed movie had him looking yeah. good. Yeah, he yeah. was a uh, yeah, he was on his Creed shit. Yeah. But I know. mean, but uh shout out to Cerise. Uh she called him a butterface. So <laughs> she, she yeah. did. So that's we saw that. We saw that here. That's hilarious. He he has a uh he definitely has a civil rights face. Oh shit. That's that's what the streets say. <laughs> Civil rights face. I've never heard that before. That's hilarious. That's what the streets yeah. say. That's uh you know, yeah. I, I kind of remember a lot of buzz before the movie came out. Um uh, well when the movie first got announced, I should say that Jonathan Major's black character playing Kang. I remember a lot of people was mad because I was like, no, 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 black man can't play play Kang, but then you think about Every time we've seen Kang, he's blue. So it's like yeah. it doesn't even matter. I wonder if those people now are like he shouldn't have been Kang. Like I wonder if anybody's like he wasn't a good Kang. I don't know anybody who said that. I don't either. I think that more people are disappointed with the stuff happening in the news because we won't well, get yeah. any more of him. Like I think, yeah, more people are like, oh no, we're never gonna see him again, rather than people being like, I told you we shouldn't have got them niggers in there. Yeah, I um <laughs> I'm really I I talked to I actually had a conversation about this today. I really hope that Marvel and you know Jonathan Majors figure out something because I, one on both sides they're going to lose. Marvel's going to lose a lot. Also, obviously, Jonathan Majors is going to lose a lot as well. I I hope that he is innocent and did not do what they said he did. Right. Um, I I for all of, for all the reasons like i of course want him to be innocent but i am hoping that somebody was not hurt by this man because right. uh have you seen him yeah he he going to kill that poor girl yeah, yeah. Like, i mean it could could be a uh, johnny depp situation 
Could not be. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Um, so I am hoping that he did not get physical with anyone. And right. that this is all just accusations and money grabs and all that. Like, I'm not trying to uh, step into any victim blaming or anything, but I am hoping that he's innocent so that we can continue to get this, but also so that no one was abused. Right. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Marvel, I don't know, man. I'm I'm hoping, I, I haven't heard anyone ever be like, man, that was a bad performance or anything. So I think yeah, like, they hit it out the park as far as the casting goes and we'll see how, how all that other stuff develops. But yeah, I think, I think more people are upset that we may never see him again, which speaks yeah. to how good the performance was because right. when we look at his performance in Loki and we look at his performance in this and we were gonna see a bunch of different versions of him and see how that goes because that was one of the things I was worried about is how well will he do having to wear so many hats literally yeah and uh I think he was the guy to do it from what I could yeah. tell but I, I guess we'll see yeah so coming in at number three and the top three there's a hard divide like we there's a full 10 points between four and three Okay. So the it was a hard top three, and then it was, you know, up in the air from there. Uh at top three, we have Eric Stevens, aka Killmonger from Black Panther. Um, we each gave him 28 points. So we each have him at oh, right. our number three spot, giving that him right. giving him 84 points. So literally, we all agree he's number three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we understand his motivations. We identify with his motivations. Yeah, on a different he level. Was great. Yeah. yeah, we identify with him more than most other people can. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, he was effective. Yeah, he was effective. I mean, he took down Wakanda. He stopped the Black Panther line from continuing until you know Shuri came up with the the things she did. But like, there was going to be no more Black Panther. He became Black Panther, took down, you know, T'Challa. So, I mean, he was yeah, like, very effective, in my opinion. I don't think there are any negatives to speak of. Um, right. Yeah. And I think... look great. Exactly. And I think just out of... I would say maybe out of all these villains, maybe like top 20 at least, he had the least known character from the comics, the least material to use from comics to a movie. And he, he made Killmonger a household name. Like the only people reason people know who Killmonger is is for Michael B. George's performance. Nobody was like, "Yo, I can't wait to see that first Black Panther because Killmonger's the villain." You know what I mean? So he definitely because he made him a house like everyone knows him now. He made Claw irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. And Claw is Claw is the Black Panther villain that most people are aware of, or that most people would say is his main nemesis and Mm -hmm. yeah killmonger like who who exactly they knew they could get rid of claw because they knew they had something bigger yeah and Mm -hmm. And how excited was everybody when he reappeared in black panther 2 like he showed up in a dream everybody was like oh yeah his uh yeah that oh i was not ready for that yeah, same. I wasn't ready for that one bit, and I'm really glad they did it. Um, yep. 
Yeah, and this he looked great. All the like uh tattoo scars, like all the Zaz scars that he had. Yep. Um it was all bodies. The, the, yeah, that that was that was good. Uh like yeah, everything. Um he was spitting facts in the museum. I needed that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh the fact that uh whenever uh you know, uh Claw got his girl and she was and he was like, Don't worry, honey, you're gonna be all right. <laughs> oh, yeah he said fuck these hoes yeah that was the most like even when he killed claw that was the most like you know outside of the mcu type of scene we've ever seen like that's not something you usually see from marvel dragged his body through the african wilderness to the (laughs) exactly he's just like here yeah he's like here you go yeah yeah he's like hey auntie exactly yeah man like and again, the fact that he he said, no, I'm the king, ain't gonna be no more kings, burn right. it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh he oh God, all all of the check marks, like, do I agree with him? Yes. Is he despicable? Yes. Yep. Uh did he catch some bodies. Did he yes. catch bodies all over the place? Was yep. this an excellent performance? Yes. Like he he checks all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, like he, the only thing is he wasn't super comic book accurate, but that's not an issue for me. I, I, I was completely fine with it. Yeah, like yeah, I, in this case, it was an enhancement. Yeah, like he I didn't, because other than that, be, he just ain't got no shirt on most of the time. Because yeah, like the, uh, they made him normal human size because Killmonger in the comic books is massive. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm perfectly fine. Like him and T'Challa being roughly the same size made the fight better. Yeah, it felt like they're like a, like oh, a Lion King, Scar, Mufasa yeah. type thing. Yeah. The only knock I got against him, though, which isn't his fault, is that, you know, he was killed in the movie. That's it. I would love to see him reappear again. And he kind of did. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit in the after, afterlife. Because uh, him and, uh, I will say, What If wasn't spectacular, but him and What If? Uh, Amazing. Very oh. good. Like, he was a problem in What If. And, like, What If kind of demonstrated, like, how intelligent and tactical he is. Because he took down Tony Stark. I'm saying, like, yeah. we we know that, but we don't really get to see it. We just kind of hear about it. But in this, like, right. no, we watch him be uh, a, a, a problem. Yep. And so, yeah, like, uh, yeah, Killmonger, he was, uh, he was too much, but he was only number three. Hmm. At number two, we have Namor from Namor. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I gave <laughs> I gave Kukukan uh 30 points. Brandon gave him 29, Jordan gave him 26, and so he came out with 85. Jordan. Now hey, I'm I'm fine with this because he still ended up at number two. And I knew he'd end up at number two. I was prepared for him to end up at number two. Y'all know me. He was my number one. I have talked about that on the review. Uh, He was too much. He is my favorite MCU villain. Again, he checks all of the boxes. Uh, And he lived. And he lives. Yep. And... I know that there was one point where Jordan talked about uh, potential and this is one area where that applies because 
again, he lives in the movie and we see his cousin getting pissed off at him and him basically saying, no, 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 this is uh, strategic. I am playing chess with the most powerful nation on land because I know that they are going to need us. And I want to have that positive relationship because, again, this the fact that we the fact that I almost died is a problem for me. But that lets me know how serious they are and that if anyone can do it, it's them. And with that being the case, we need to make sure that we have an understanding. So I think that the potential for this character in this world is limitless. And that definitely helps with putting him as number one for me. But you want to talk about a performance? Thanoch? Fantastic. You want to talk about effective? He brought Wakanda to its knees Mm -hmm. with little effort. Right. You want to talk about bodies? He caught the queen (laughs) of the most powerful nation. Yeah. And he was even great. And and you want to talk about motivation. He said, I need my people to be okay. He said, y'all are the reason we are here. And I cannot have these surface dwellers, these colonizers, these people coming into my home and trying to pillage and rape and destroy. I have seen it and I will not have it. Take care of it or I will. Yeah. All I'm all I'm saying is the the reason I have him a little lower on my list is because he's Mexican. (laughs) Yeah, that was that was wild. (laughs) I did not expect Spencer to say that's a branding comment. I did not pull that out. Uh, but no, man, they changed they changed his history. That that he got that was knocked a lot of points down for me. What man is not from Talicon. He's not. So he, because they didn't call it Atlantis, yep. he ended up lower. He suffers. I'm sorry. Hey, Atlantis sorry. again is not beholden I'm to sorry. Marvel. And I'm sorry. Is, hey, and along with that, I think there are a lot of changes that are for the better and that are a good thing. And in my opinion, this was a better change because. Yeah. Them doing that allowed him to be affected by colonization. And that's what allowed us to get here. Like they they added more layers. They added more depth to this character by not having him be from Atlantis. No, just call it just call Atlantis. Call it better. Nigga. Why the why would you call it Atlantis? Literally, it's you know how I just said it's because he's Mexican. It's actually because he's Mexican. Exactly. You're just not saying it. If you call it Atlantis, you remove all culture. He's just a a man who's tan and has no culture. No, like not against black people. You need some more culture. And my thing is, you act like you actually give a fuck about Namor. You don't. (laughs) (laughs) And then the fact that y'all just call him Namor—that's his name in the movie. That that that's that's another strike. I'm sorry. I just don't understand. So it's because he's Mexican. It's literally because I'm I'm sorry. It's because he's Mexican. Bro, 
the conservative hey. mindset towards these things, and you don't even care about these characters, is wild to me. It'd be different <laughs> if this was X Men, and you were like, I'm "Nah, bro, you can't change it." You know, well, bro, he's, ca- he's kind of part of X Men. He was the first mutant. It's, it's, so, I mean, it's I, because I had, I had you don't give a damn. Was. He ain't never had no X patch on him, so you don't care. I'm, I'm sorry. He and has prob- actually, man. Don't 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 do that. He has. I'm sorry, and, man. He's not. And the problem to. is, there's a whole lot of other comic book shit. That was changed and that's not accurate, but this is the one. Yeah, this is you gotta die on. No, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like when you when you first you know fall in love with a rapper and he's repping Atlanta. I'm Atlanta. I'm Atlanta. This and then you find out he's really from Chicago. You feel betrayed a little bit, and I you know what tie do you have to Atlantis? He's he's a mutant, so that's my tie right there. Those that has nothing related. to do with Atlantis. Those are completely yeah, unrelated. Because he I'm said sorry. he was a, in the movie. He said he was a mutant. So we got that. He is so a mutant. I'm, we we got the I'm mutant sorry. part. And the mutant part is what you're saying you have a problem with yet. I'm you're, sorry. You're saying it was, that Atlantis. It has, you're it has apologizing to be Atlantis. for just being. Again, you're saying I'm sorry, but you're not explaining anything. I, I, am, I am going to die on this hill. He needs to be from Atlantis. Why? That's that's just the character. Someone, I'm a dime old ass person, I'm... put it in a book that they got it from uh, Aquaman. Hey, some people so... say cucumber tastes better pickled. Also, so Atlantis is not. My thing is, it'd be different if this was a Marvel property. If he was from a Marvel property and then they changed it, Atlantis is not beholden to anyone. Atlantis yeah. has been Atlantis used exists by... outside of everything, yeah, like so it's... many different IPs. I'm sorry, hey, hey. This IP logic called it Atlantis. because again, logic is just not, not going to get there. We're not going to get there. It's fine. We're not because the number one, his comic, his whole comic book shit was changed, and Facts. that's not a problem. His number yep. two, whole comic book shit was changed, not a problem. Yep. Who was your number three? Your number three, comic book shit was changed. That's fine. <laughs> that's okay. I'm sorry. Once you put that X on your chest, you you have to stick to whatever. Wait, so so why don't you have with. a problem with Killmonger? I don't give a fuck about Killmonger as much as I, I, I don't give a fuck about. Wait, wait, wait. Right. Let me explain. Let me explain it. I don't give a fuck about Killmonger, but I also don't care about Namor. But I care about Namor Thank more, you. more than I care about Killmonger. But why? Because Namor was rock. Because Namor was rocking the X on him. X gonna give it to you, baby. I, I gotta ride for them. This nigga's a this nigga's a Republican when it comes to X Men. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel as strong I mean, about X Men characters as much as Brandon feels as strong about the right wing Captain America. The, the reason the reason it's so absurd is because you're saying that him being a mutant is why and he's a mutant in the movie. If they had said he was not a mutant or if mutant didn't come up, then okay, you're making sense here. But the fact that he said that he was a mutant in this movie and you're saying that the reason you care is because he's a mutant and they gave you that. He should have said, I am a mutant from the nation of Atlantis. But instead, he said Talakon. And the fact that he keeps saying Namor, no, that's his, that's triggering as it's much as people Mexican. saying Shang-Chi. It's because he's no. Mexican. No. It's because he's Mexican. Okay. Yeah, he, he's mad he, got, he gave him some culture. He's yeah. mad about that. I he's mad. No, also, are we using Mexican. the correct term? Aren't they called Latin America? They're from the Aztecs. Aren't they Latin? Thanos is Mexican. I'm pretty sure Thanos is Mexican. I will confirm that. I'm pretty sure that. y'all being racist. You're just assuming that they're Mexican. No, I'm actually, know. I'm actually pretty sure he's Mexican. I mean, it's indigenous, but yeah, it's 
indigenous uh, people everywhere. Yeah, Thanos is Mexican. And the um I mean the whole thing with their colonization was from Spaniards. Spain. Yeah. So but yeah, the actor who played him is Mexican. Okay. I give it to you. I knew that in my heart, but I had to check. I give it to you. We can move but, on. It's it's yeah. I think I think we have to move on because we're never gonna get anywhere. And that's to another character who's that's how arguing with Jordan goes. Um origin is totally different. So yeah. Number one, who I guess Jordan also doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> is Thanos from Avengers Infinity War. I gave Thanos 29 points. Jordan and Brandon gave Thanos 30 points. So if not for me, uh, Thanos would have ended up with a perfect score, but he came out with 89 points. I really thought that was going to be everybody's number one, to be honest with you. I'm sure you did, but I don't have a problem with Mexicans. Oh, boy. I feel like Jordan... uh, Well, I feel like Spencer did say that was his favorite, so I kind of expected him. It was a toss-up, I thought. But yeah, Thanos, probably my favorite. I mean, obviously, Cap is in a different category, but yeah, Thanos is my favorite, one of my favorite characters and I've read the most about him and like yeah they changed his story as we know right it has nothing to do with death and nothing to do with any of that but, but that's fine they, that's okay he's not from yeah. Atlanta so it doesn't matter exactly yeah. and yeah they just they killed it like they told his story well his motivations were well well to, uh, thought out his re like his I think they I thought they did a really good job of not just showing like Thanos can beat people up but he's like a thinker he like makes chess moves, like he makes other people do his bidding before he gets out of his chair, you know. So, yeah. And, and and this Thanos was just so good for all of the reasons that Brandon named. The fact that he, like, as far as motivations go, he literally wanted to save the universe. Like, that's right. actually what he wanted. He. Right. His means were, you know, uh, a little questionable, a little questionable, yeah. but uh, his motivations yeah, and like, yeah, like, but his reason for doing it, like he genuinely wanted uh, happiness, peace and like safety. Um, yeah. He he wanted all of the positive things to come from this. And the way he went about doing it, he felt was the least painful, uh, mm-hmm. the the least um invasive almost like he thought that it was the most merciful way to handle this and yeah i guess as far as his motivations go like that's that's top tier that's hard to argue with uh he said i know how i can save the universe and i want to do it with the least bloodshed possible which i understand going to do it more resources and he did it he didn't say he yeah, wasn't he doing it. it. He did it. Yeah, executed the plan. And he went to go sit down at the end of the movie. He was like, yeah, I'm done. Said, I, I can retired. rest. And yep. yeah, yeah, he started like planting his little crops or whatever. Yeah. Turned into a farmer. Yeah. Um, um so yeah, he was uh he was too much. And and again, like the the bars he was spitting, the performance from Josh Brolin, um everything about it the way that he fought with the infinity stones like he was too much the yep. way he pieced up hulk had yeah. him scared to show his face no more yeah <laughs> like hulk got bitched and yeah. no one has ever done that right 
uh, and and yeah, Thanos did it without much effort. Yeah, you should like first time we saw him in that movie, like it already destroyed. Yeah, a lot of he, people in Asgard. Yeah, he he destroyed Asgard, right. and had Thor on his knees. Right, Merc Loki. Yes. Yeah, Heimdall was first, and I didn't yeah, like yeah. that. Same. I didn't love that either. Yeah, but. like so we just had to black black had to be the first body. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Merc, uh Heimdall and Loki in the first few minutes uh, had Hulk shooketh. Uh, left Thor to die in the vacuum of space, and uh, yeah, and his squad was a problem. Yeah, and the fact that he had that level of power working for him, I mean, also including Ronan, right? Uh, yeah. Loki, that, all these dudes that just begging. shows like he is, he is that much of a problem. Caught the most bodies in history. History, yeah. He's Hemothy, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. He, yeah. He's him. The, yeah, the, he important, the important bodies. He wiped half of existence. Not even just Earth. Existence. Like, so every planet everywhere in this giant universe, right. he snapped half of them away. Away. So, so if you want to also first... talk about successful, he literally got it done. He did this might have been the first MC movie to make me shed a tear. With the, I don't feel so good, Mister. Mister. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel so good, Mister. Uh, Mister. Stark. Mister. Stark. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, that. that 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 one caught me. That one caught me. I'm trying to think of the first. Uh, it'd be a while. I can't. I have to think about it. But yeah, yeah. definitely had a lot of moments in there. Yeah. Um, game. But yeah, this is uh yeah, he's uh I I have no objection to him coming in at number one. Like I am I'm not surprised. I am perfectly fine with that. Uh because oh, what he, a list. he was he was too much. So to review at number 15, we had Ultron from Avengers Age of Ultron. At 14, we had Red Skull from Captain America, the first Avenger. At 13, we have Hela from Thor Ragnarok. Oh, damn shame. Tied for 11, we have Loki from Thor and the Avengers. And we have Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming. Vulture. It's my bad, fam. My bad. Coming in at number 10, we had Baron Zemo from Captain America Civil War. Real. Tied at number 8, we have Winter Soldier from Captain America Winter Soldier and Thanos from Avengers Endgame. All right. Coming in at 7, we have the Mandarin from Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Hmm. At six, we have the Green Goblin from Spider-Man No Way Home. Ah. At five, we have the High Evolutionary from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. At at four, we have Kang the Conqueror from Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. At number three, we have 
Killmonger from Black Panther. At number two, we have Namor from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And at number one, we have Thanos from Avengers Infinity War. Really good list overall. I think we did okay. Yeah, we did a good job. We had a lot more like close ones than I thought, which is good. And, um, you know, there was, uh, I think, yeah, generally speaking, we agreed. And this kind of went the same way the other list did. Like the top was kind of locked in. uh, The middle was all over the place and the bottom was kind of locked in. Yeah. Makes sense. I think that for the bottom, like six, we all agreed on single digits. Yeah. And then things got interesting around Yonrog and Malekith. Yeah. And things were interesting up until like the Mandarin and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think just because they don't have as many great villains, it kind of left room for a lot of variables yeah um, so so i mean as is always the case the middle was probably the the most interesting and had the most disparity within yeah. uh the league so uh if there are any lists that you want us to create if there are any official lmg uh podcast rankings that you need you know where you can tell us on the socials. Nice. You can tell us on our Facebook group. Uh, you can tell us on the Twitter. You can tell us on YouTube. Let us know if there are any other rankings that you need. Let us know what your MCU villain ranking is. If you agree, if you think anyone was misplaced, if you think anyone should be higher or lower, why that is, you can tell us what you think about Brandon's Red Skull take. You can mm. tell us what you think about Jordan's take on Namor. You can oh, tell boy. us all of these things and more if you so desire. So desire. All right, fellas. That's it for this episode. So we're never duplicated. Always appreciate it. And forever melanated. <laughs>